Roberto, I saw this report and the title swimming around on Twitter and I was immediately engaged and then I saw your name behind it. What brought you to think about this as someone who's generally focused on yield curves, policy, the Fed, et cetera? Well, good morning, Oliver. <laughs> Look, uh, I think uh, the question uh, that we tried to answer was, uh, you know, if you're a portfolio manager and uh, either you have some Bitcoin uh, as part of your portfolio, or even you don't have Bitcoin, but uh, you are concerned about the interconnectedness of markets, right? So the question is, what kind of uh, tail risk are you exposed to because of the risk and volatility embedded in Bitcoin. So that's what uh, that's what we tried to address, and uh, the work uh, is actually was done by me and my, especially my colleague Benson Benson Durham, who has uh, established himself as, a, as an expert in the field. So so far from us, the idea that Bitcoin is really going to zero, I personally don't think that. But the title was a little bit provocative, aimed at. Uh, uh, attracting some attention. In fact, uh, judging from the Twitter reaction, it did. Okay, that'll happen when you have uh, titles that involve Bitcoin in the number zero. Okay, Roberto, first thing here is that you say that global equity wealth would drop by a modest 1.2 trillion. Bitcoin itself is worth 900 billion right now. So there's only another 300 billion roughly of connectedness on top of that with equities or how do you go about kind of figuring that correlation? Yeah, well, so we what we do is that we estimate the beta of Bitcoin to a, a, an index of global uh, global equities. Uh, and so that the estimate, the point estimate, given what beta is today, is that uh, Bitcoin, sorry, the global equities would drop, would drop uh, about 1.3% uh, or 1.3 trillion, roughly 1.3% of global equity capitalization. So it's not, uh, uh, it's not uh, a huge impact. Uh, uh, the problem with that, though, is that uh, we know, right, that during crisis, uh, beta's correlations tend to increase. And so you see in that chart uh, uh, that right at the onset of COVID, betas were a lot higher. And so uh, in the worst case, right, so the, uh, uh, if betas were the highest that we ever observed, well, in that case, uh, uh, the loss in global equity space would be a lot bigger or the order of about uh, 27%. So, so that's something that probably catches the attention more than the 1.3% base case. So what is this uh, dynamic beta, Roberto? How, how do you calculate this uh, uh, figure? Yeah, so this is just a, a standard uh, beta, right? So the, the exposure, of, in this case, Bitcoin to, uh, to a broader market, in this case, uh, uh, an index of uh, global, uh, global, large global equity markets. So nothing, nothing super fancy, right? So we just estimate these correlations uh, with using some, maybe in that case, fancy techniques, but uh, but the concept is fairly simple. Just estimate a normal beta just like you do for every stock and just, just apply it to Bitcoin and relate it to a global uh, index of global stocks. Mm. You have a gauge of BTC and stock market connectedness uh, that uh, goes back to 2012. And there's this big spike in connectedness around the crisis. As you point out, correlations go to one, oftentimes across risk assets during crisis. And now it's moderated somewhat. But the idea here is that it does kind of shift and change. Uh, you know, is there a, a possibility here that we go kind of to a complete disconnect? Or are these two always going to have some overlap? How, walk me through what this part means. 
Oh, this part means, uh, yes, as, as I was saying at the beginning, uh, all markets are interconnected, including Bitcoins and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and equities, right? So, so as you see here, this degree of interconnectedness uh, spiked uh, the onset of COVID just at, at, the, at the thick of the crisis. And it's coming down, right? And, but we're still elevated. Uh, with respect to historical figures, as you see to the, the left of the COVID-19 vertical line in that chart. So we might be coming down more, but uh, we're never, uh, or very rarely gonna go to zero. So these markets are never gonna be completely disconnected, especially because we know that uh, institutional investors are increasingly uh, playing with Bitcoin, increasingly putting money to work in, in Bitcoins and other digital currencies. So it's almost by definition, this creates some interconnectedness. And so we have to be aware of this interconnectedness because it does pose a tear risk to investors' portfolios in case something, some bad shock hits Bitcoin. And of course, it creates a positive spillovers in case something very good happens to Bitcoin as well. Roberto, uh, the one thing here, too, is that uh, as there's been more interest among traditional managers, guys that I've spoken with for years, some of them have started to dabble in, including this into their portfolio. Uh, still, the majority have not, the vast majority, but it does generally increase over time. Does that mean that this connectedness could also increase? And could it mean that that connectedness, as it plateaus back down, settles in at maybe a higher range than it was in the past because this is a pretty dynamic thing too yeah so i, I think yeah I, I agree completely right so the more people invest in bitcoin even non-investors uh, that traditionally did not invest in bitcoin start uh, uh getting into the space well then yes the the, in, the degree of interconnectedness could uh, very well uh, uh remain higher maybe not as high as it was at the thick of covid 19 but uh higher than than it was historically there are other a lot of other things of course that uh, that drive uh, uh, connectedness uh, leverage of course comes to mind is one possibility but yeah so i think that our our point is that uh, at the moment uh, we are still at a fairly elevated level of connectedness so if something uh, happens to bitcoin we need to be aware of it because our portfolio our standard portfolios are uh, um are are, are, are exposed Okay, and your point is that I'm going to read another line here that at the high of connectivity between Bitcoin and equities, then there would be a very big decline uh, if Bitcoin went to zero, like 30 trillion. But uh, that's uh, hopefully not going to be the case uh, as we've seen that connectedness now come back into the older regime where the two are fairly separate. But Roberto, I also wonder here is how do you... Uh, incorporate the potential for convexity in this relationship where if the 30, 40, 50% declines we've gotten in Bitcoin have never really rocked the boat for the big whales, which data shows it has not really, then how do we know what happens when we surpass that breaking point for those whales? Could that connectedness rise again? I mean, 50% declines in Bitcoin are pretty normal. If we start getting down to 60, 70, what will we find out about the Jack Dorseys of the world and what they do with all their Twitter and their tech stock? Is there a possibility this connectedness rises as the decline goes up? 
Uh, well, yeah. So that that's uh, that's right. Uh, I think that's uh, definitely a possibility. That's part of the case. Part part of the reason why we say, look, the base case is that we have this very little, relatively small impact, just one point three percent, and everybody is uh, survived and is happy. But uh, you know, we don't address convexity directly. But that's why we say, well, uh, let's look also at the worst case, right? Because uh, because. Uh, uh, connectedness correlations betas would probably increase in a, in a in a crisis situation and so that's our way of saying uh of getting essentially at the point that you were would getting at now the other thing that uh, i would say here is uh, you know uh, there is a, a view that where the stock market is so much bigger than bitcoin and therefore it must be the case that it is the stock market that drives bitcoin Mm. Well, instead, uh, uh, if you do the analysis, it's actually it's the other way around, right? So it's uh, it's bitcoins, digital currencies, or sorry, cryptocurrencies that uh, that drive the stock market, that increasingly influence the stock market. So you know, if we're worried about terrorists, we we cannot just say, well, you know, Bitcoin is just a small piece of the financial system, and if it goes to zero, you know, nothing happens, because it has proven by the data, it has a direct effect uh, on, uh, on 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 equity markets and that mm. effect uh, is uh, is not small